0: Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Sports fans, good morning. It's time for a new episode of Weekend Sports Huddle. This is Tom Pollan, and sitting in the host chair and place. Well, Hunter was going to sit in the host chair, but I uh, didn't sign in, so I signed in real quick. And going to take you through today's show. <clears throat> uh, the NHL season wraps up today. <clears throat> and with that we got the Cubs playoffs beginning on Wednesday and we have our two hockey experts, Hunter Hodes and Dave Holcomb. We're going to be here and talk it all up for you and let you know what, uh, what could be happening through these playoffs. Uh, Obviously one thing that's not happening is the Chicago Blackhawks uh, who will be staying home for the first time since the year 2008. And, Made a major announcement this past week that both Stan Bowman and Joe Quenville will return for next season. So we'll see how they do. We'll discuss that. Is that the right move? We're also going to discuss the LA Rams. Uh, definitely look like they're putting a down payment on the uh, uh, Super Bowl 52. Uh, Lombardi Trophy, the way they're going, their latest edition this past week, uh, Brand Cooks from the Patriots. So we'll get into all of that with you. We want to invite you to join the show. Call in five one six three eight seven one four one seven, or you can get us on our Twitter handle at WKD Sports Huddle. And let's bring in our two co-hosts right now. Uh, First one with the bulky computer, for some reason, couldn't get into the studio. Uh,
1: Hunter Hodies, Hunter. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It, it, it finally let me in the studio right as the show was starting, right as you went on here. Yeah. I, I love perfect, <laughs> I love great timing like that. I hate my laptop so much. Uh, I didn't understand what was going on. <laughs> oh, that was crazy.
0: Yeah. I know.
1: Yeah. It wasn't a Wi-Fi thing. I think it was just my back being stupid. My apologies about that. I'll, I'll host hey. next week for you, man. I'll host hey, next week. Hey, you got it. No problem. Uh, hey, we
0: got the show on the air. We got things cranking, so we're all ready to go. Uh, our other co-host. <laughs> our other co-host coming in from Atlanta, direct to you, Mr. Dave Holcomb. Dave, what's going on?
2: Not too much, Tom. How are you? How how are you, Hunter? With your, you know, how old is your Mac computer?
1: Um, uh, I just got it on last year, so that's kind of weird. How okay. You, no, so it's time? brand
2: new. You know, it. Yeah. I I'm going to blame Blog Talk Radio again. You know, they've they've given us a lot of issues. I think it was it was their fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do I.
0: Uh, other than that, <laughs> though, you know, Hunter has a Mac that that could be a reason too. Oh, I love
2: Max. Sorry. I'm on the dark side. Thank, the yes, thank you. Tom, I, Tom,
1: you probably have a desktop.
2: You have a desktop. No, I have a laptop. Oh, okay. He has a laptop.
0: Okay.
1: He's a PC. Yeah. He's a PC man. PC.
0: Man. I, I haven't quite gotten to the to the uh, tablet yet, but I have progressed as
2: far as laptop. <laughs> that's <my> our <laptop. laughs> problem. That's, that's why that's what I like to hear Okay. Well, t- Tom, you. you you gotta join the dark side when you when you get a tablet well, and your next laptop. Join the join the dark side. Get a Mac. And you know what, Tom?
1: You gotta join Team iPhone. Those things are expensive. They are. Team iPhone yet? What? Are you Team iPhone yet?
0: No, no, I'm not Team iPhone either.
1: <laughs> that's a, that's unfortunate. That's very unfortunate. Android dude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, this show is brought to you by author Marcos Accio. Learn the secret of the human mind and the laws of the universe that will guide you toward wealth and health. Learn more at www.marcosacchio.com. All right, the NHL wrapping up the season. Uh, boy, as far as the weather still feels like uh, they should be in mid season the way it's going here in Chicago, but uh. We're going to find out today, uh, get all the matchups finalized. Uh, We already have Winnipeg against Minnesota, so that's one. Let's shoot this first question for Dave. Twin Columbus and New Jersey, who would you rather face as a Penguins fan? Uh, Those are the two likely teams they're going to face.
2: It's a tough decision because both teams are playing really well. But I would definitely say I would rather face Columbus. And these questions are always tough as well, Tom, because when you start picking who you're going to play, it always seems to come back and bite you, right, when you say, I'd rather play this team, and then you play that team and and <laughs> end up losing. Isn't that how it always yeah. seems to go? It sure is. Um, but uh, if you if you really want me to choose, I, I would choose Columbus. I I think they have kind of uh whatever Washington has with in terms of when it's a big game, they have a hard time beating the Penguins. And a big reason why is the goaltending. Sergey Bobrovsky has been very bad against the Penguins since the start of last season's playoff series. Guys, one five and three against the Penguins. 885 save percentage. That, that's not going to be able to win a playoff series. So no. uh, the, the Devils the Devils, kind of match up well with the Penguins. So I, I would mm. prefer the Pens miss the Devils uh, in the first round for sure because their speed gave the Penguins problems in the regular season. I'd rather face the leaky goaltender. All right, Hunter, how do
1: you reply to
0: that? Yeah, Yes, I happen to agree with, with
1: Dave. Um, uh, when Stop Bobrowski, the presses,
2: when, we agree uh, ha! <laughs> ha!
1: Ha! Ha! One of the million, let's hang a banner for it Hunter agrees with Dave <laughs> um, <laughs> um, But yeah, Dave basically hit the nail on the head um, Sergey Wabrowski, whenever he sees black and gold I think he gets PTSD or he just freaks out season in the last on um, Thursday in uh, Columbus he he just fights the puck so bad against them I, I don't really understand he lets in these really weaky goals um, he really just seems to freak out when he plays them and I mean you know that that's another game when he's allowed he's allowed five goals against the, the Penguins. in each of the playoff games that they've uh, played Pittsburgh um, he's allowed three goals or more every single time that's just that, that, that's not going to work to, to win. I mean, yeah. you're asking your team to score four goals almost every game on Matt Murray when that's when he turns up his game. Um, not, not a, not no, it's not a bet I'd be willing to gamble. And of course, you know the big brother little brother thing. The Penguins have been the big brother to them, Columbus has been the little brother, and <clears throat> it's it's been that way since uh, the rivalry kind of started. Um, New New Jersey is. They really only scare me because of oh, Taylor Hall. Um, Peter Shirelli, if you're listening to this, I would like to go to Edmondson and uh, <laughs> ask that you just, just stop being a general manager because it's such a stupid trade. He's such a good player. I, I can't believe I can't found him. That, that, ugh. But, and of course, you know, they have Keith Kincaid and net. Um, this guy, I was reading the other day, um, he has a 908 fan percentage against everyone else. But he's like nine thirty against the Penguins, so like that that, <laughs> yeah. that 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 sums up the Devils against the Penguins this season. Keith Kincaid's been a god. Um, I, I think the Pens honestly they don't they almost they do not match up well against them, but I think they would beat them though. I, I would have a hard time um, seeing them. I think it would go the series would go longer against the Devils than it would against the Wood Jackets. But I would rather face Columbus. But the good thing is they have home ice, which is which is very big for them. People will say, oh, it's not that big. Well, I mean, when you win 30 games back-to-back seasons at home, I think that's pretty big.
0: Well, Dave, you know, we discussed a while ago, uh, I think before uh, Hunter came on, that it's funny how Columbus sees this as a big rivalry with the Penguins. And the Uh Penguins fans never really have uh, (laughs) kind of – Reciprocated and seen uh, Columbus as one of their rivals. They look more towards Washington than Columbus.
1: They, they make fun, Their fans make fun of Penguins fans for saying it's not a rivalry. And like you guys, for something to be considered a rivalry, you have to actually beat that team. Like Penguins, Flyers, that's a rivalry. Ravens, Steelers, that's a rivalry. I mean, I'm sorry, but like you guys, literally never beat us. So like until you beat them in
2: a playoff series, then maybe it's considered a rivalry. It, it's an easy comparison because it's it's Pittsburgh and Ohio, but it, this this the Blue Jackets Penguins <laughs> is basically the Steelers and Bengals. Uh, yeah, there are there are more there are other teams that Steeler fans are more concerned about uh, the Ravens, the Patriots. Um, and and there's more hatred towards those teams. The the Bengals are an annoyance, um, but when push comes to shove, when it's a big game, the Bengals have never beaten the Steelers. In, in, you know, since the rivalry really began with the Palmer thing in in 2005, the Bengals have never won a meaningful game in the in the in the series really. Um, and it's the same with the Blue Jackets Penguins until the Blue Jackets win a playoff series against the Penguins or go farther than the Penguins did in the playoffs. I, I agree. It's, it's not going to be a, a rivalry, not, not one like Penguins flyers or Penguins capital. All right. Well, Hey,
0: that's, uh, that's, pretty strong. Uh, that's from two Penguins fans. So, uh, <laughs> you no know, blue jackets fans. It's just too bad. Cause they, they don't take you seriously. So, you know, you never know, but, though. But Go give ahead. us a
2: call if any Blue Jackets fans are, are listening and you want to argue why uh, it's such a big rivalry or or tell us why you hate the Penguins. Give us a call, 516-387-1417. Yeah, that's perfect. Hey, we would love to get some
0: uh, Columbus callers, a Blue Jackets uh, fan. Uh, you know, got to get a little trash talking going the other way. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Well, let's look at it this way. Who do you guys think is the biggest threat to the Penguins coming
1: out of these? Boston. Mm, um, Boston yeah. Boston, um, Tampa. Uh, those are probably the two, the main ones for me, Um, um uh, if I had to pick one between those two, even in the slimmest of margins, I'd go to the Bruins. Um, they're red hot. Um, that's a very scary team this year, especially with, you know, they have, Berg, they have all their their young talent, Bergeron, uh, mixed with their older veterans, with Bergeron, Marchand. Um, and Marchand is not doing anything stupid. He's one of the best players in hockey, so you always have to look for him. um, but, um is in that. They're playing very well. I wouldn't want to face them. I think that would be the team that would uh, has the best chance of knocking out Pittsburgh this year, along with uh, Tampa Bay, who still has, who's also um, really sad. But those are probably the two teams that are the biggest
2: threats. Probably, you know, who's your favorite, uh, Hunter? Who's your favorite in the in the conference? Because the question, I know you wrote this question, and and it, it's kind of implies that the Penguins are the favorite because who's most, most likely to knock them off? And I, I view Boston as the favorite and then probably Tampa second. And I agree, those are the biggest threats to the Penguins. But I, I think the Penguins are maybe yeah. the biggest threat to them because they're the favorite. But do you agree or disagree with yeah. that?
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think Boston is probably the favorite to come out of the East. I've seen them a lot and a lot of brackets of them coming out because of the season they've had. They followed by Tampa, then I, I'd probably put Pittsburgh right behind them. Not, um, let's put it this way. Um, I'll have a prediction here for you. I don't think any team that makes the playoffs in the Metro can beat the Penguins four out of seven times. I'll go on record and say that. Um, in the Atlantic, though, those two the Navy two three teams, those I think they could knock out the Penguins. But, but I don't think anyone in the Metro can. I really don't. Well
2: the Atlantic,
0: all three of those teams have been tough this year, so – um. Yeah, I could see Tampa Bay being a big, uh, big challenge for the Penguins, but uh, notice that neither of you mentioned uh, uh
1: Washington. <laughs> y- y- yeah, I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, there's a reason for that. Uh, you know, beat the Penguins in the playoffs, prove it. Um, until they beat them, I'm just gonna pick the Penguins every time.
2: Sorry. I mean, but that's. I think that. I think. I think
1: Dave honestly would probably. Uh. Agree with that, um, you know. Show us that you know they they can beat them, you know. And I mean, uh, I think that's the biggest thing. And they're not even going to start Braden Holtby in the playoffs. They're going to start their backup because he's been a hell of a lot better than he has been this year. Okay, heard. Uh, when did they make that announcement? it 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 just seems that he's been starting more of the games. He has the better numbers. Up. I'd be kind of surprised if they didn't start uh, that uh, – Philip Grubauer, I'm sorry I'm pointing down. I'd be kind of surprised if
2: they didn't start him. Um, He's playing lights out. Well, Hoopy is another guy that does well against everybody else with with the Penguins, it seems like. So I guess they'll go with somebody else. uh, um, But, yeah, I I, – Tom, I I picked Washington last year to beat the Penguins. I picked Washington to yeah. win the whole thing. I I really felt like that was the team that was going to get it done. That's Dave's it, that, first that, mistake, everybody. That's Dave's first
1: mistake as a hockey analyst is to pick the Capitals to win the whole thing. That's Dave's first mistake.
2: Well, I mean, <laughs> we were gonna we could have said the same thing about the Cubs. You know, never pick the Cubs. The Cubs <laughs> can't do it. Well, you know what? They they did it. They finally did yeah, it. They- so. No, that's right. Um, I I felt like last curse, year we were gonna have. have uh, curse. Sorry, what what were you saying, Hunter? They don't have the DC curse, Dave. That that that's the thing. The Cubs don't. Have, oh, Cubs had World Series saying. in over a hundred years.
1: I know.
0: Curses. Give me a break on curses. Curses yeah. do not exist, excepting mine. mine.
1: They do,
0: Tom.
2: They, they, but they oh. do. They do. <laughs> Only if you really think about it. <laughs> oh. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I mean, curses are cool. I, I love, you know, the history of the games. Um, you know, it's it's fun to talk about, but they really don't mean anything when the games start. That's right. Uh, that, there you go. That is, that is true. Still got to play the so, games.
0: Games aren't one on paper. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Uh, little tease for for later in the show. You are know, win championships on paper, so. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, let, let's let's move over to the other bracket now. Um, it's boy, it, it's hard. Well, it, it's hard for me to talk about this now because my my Blackhawks are. Doesn't go on. Uh, it's okay. okay.
1: Um, yeah. All but, next year. All
0: next year. And, uh, let's, let's talk about considering how wonderful Hunter uh, is always talking up his prediction abilities. He's the one who said <laughs> the Vegas Golden Knights after their expansion draft had no chance of oh, oh. doing anything this season. Uh, everyone did. Everyone did. Oh my God. <laughs> that, that's not the point. You. Oh. <laughs>
2: that's
0: what you. Said.
2: Think, ev- about everyone predict. also picked Virginia for the Final Four, and you ripped me yeah, for that. Yeah, how about that, Dave?
1: Huh? I didn't pick them. Yeah, that's
2: what I thought. I also predicted. I said final Michigan, you, Villanova, you and I predicted something's to win.
0: something's wrong you, with the winner. You're missing
2: my ball. point. Yes.
1: Yes, you are. <laughs> oh. oh man! No wonder did the Devils make the playoffs this year. I had them last in the Metropolitan Division. Look how stupid I am. Yeah. So,
2: so your crystal ball. <laughs> right. That's what we're saying. Your crystal ball <laughs> works for the NCAA tournament. That's it. It works for football too. You know. Got to... <laughs> uh,
0: okay,
1: Tom. You gotta Vegas, Tom. I just want. I want you to know I won second place in my other bracket thing. I got a seventy dollar gift card. So yeah, uh, that that that's what's going on with me. With I picked Michigan Villanova and I got Villanova. So um, Lord Emperor for NCAA tournament brackets from now on. Yay. How about that? You're okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, but man. Where, where's the gift card to? Yeah,
1: it's Amazon. Amazon.
2: Oh, I oh, see. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right, yeah, well, I'm right. really imp- I can t- Dave is really impressed, I can tell. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks, Dave. But let's, let's talk about these uh, uh, Vegas Golden Knights that would be anything but trash this year. Uh, they're going in, uh, they're winning the Pacific, and, you know, going to be one of the uh, favorites out of the Western Conference. Of course I think big favorite pretty much from everybody is uh now is Nashville but how do you guys see the west shaking up? Uh, Hunter you go ahead on this one.
1: Well um first before I talk about the west um uh, this is hockey related um, I don't know if you guys saw this last night um um uh, there's a in the SJHL the Humboldt Broncos there's a uh, fatal uh Bus crash that killed 14 of the players and injured 14 other people. So I just wanted to send my thoughts and prayers out there because I know all the hockey community is doing it. Um, it's something that's very sad. Um, did you guys see that on uh, social media I, last night? When you-
0: I heard about it this morning uh, when I signed in, and you're right. Uh, you know, thoughts go out to them. Uh, all the best to them. Uh, yeah, it's just tragic, 14 deaths. Um no, it's unimaginable, and yeah, definitely feel terrible.
1: Uh, what happened? Yeah, I remember I was, old and, you know, I I, wrote, I played um, on my team, oh, one of the teams in high school, and you know, it was always kind of like a little crash. It's like the worst case scenario is always in the back of your mind. Now that it happened, to other people, it's just it's very upsetting. Um, but um, well, um, the whole community, hockey community has your backs, and. We all know that you guys are going to get through this, and our thoughts and prayers go out to you. It's just it's just, it's just, devastating. But um, I just wanted to say that. Um, but in the I'm back, glad you did it. Um, yeah. Vegas, uh, yeah, William Carlson has over 40 goals this year. Um, yeah, I didn't see that coming either. I didn't even know he would be <laughs> close to that. Um, he has a very high shooting percentage, um, yeah. which basically means that um, – a little bit's been a, a lot of – kind of it's been a luck. Um, he's not going to shoot that high next year. I don't think he's going to ever score 40 goals again. Quote me on that when he actually does. Um, <laughs> um, we we will. Don't worry. He will, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> um, did you guys know we have a play-in game today? Um, the Blues and the St. Louis Blues and the Colorado Avalanche. Yes, yeah, those Avalanche that were the, one of the worst teams in the league last year. We'll play a play-in game to determine who gets the, um, the eighth seed in the West. Um, the Blues are a point ahead of them. The Blues honestly just need a point uh, to clinch that final spot. The Avalanche need to win the game regardless. <clears throat> um, so, And then the winner of that will get the Nashville Predators, who are going to clinch the President's Trophy. Um, Nashville, again, looks very scary this year. Actually, I think it's scarier than last year. I think was going against them. Um, they have Johansson back. Um, they traded for Kyle Turris. That's a scary group. But um, one prediction, guys, that I did hit on this year was the Winnipeg Jets. I said they'd be a playoff team. They'd be one of the best teams in the league, and they proved me right. I got
0: that one right. <laughs> <Yeah>. and, um,
1: <laughs> Even a blind squirrel
0: you.
1: finds them not occasionally. Yeah, Tom, how many times have I heard that one from you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um That's going to be probably a second-round series, assuming both those teams get past their first-round series, which just goes to show how stupid the league is with their current playoff format. But that's a discussion for another day. Um, um, Yes, it is. It's it's bad. And then um, in the Pacific Division, um, the Kings are back in it. Uh, Anze Kopitar has had a heck of a season. He has a potential Hart Trophy candidate. Uh, the Ducks, Quack Quack got in with Getzlob and uh, Corey Perry, um, noted league villain Corey Perry. Uh, and then, of course, the Sharks are also dangerous. Um, they're back in again this year. And they're doing that without uh, Jumbo Joe, who's one of my favorite guys to watch. Um, it feels like the team I like coming out of the West is Nashville. Um, say, uh, I think they will, but save that for when someone eliminates them, <laughs> like Winnipeg. Um, or Vegas or something like that. So uh, yeah, um, that's that, that, that's that's my current thinking.
2: Uh, Dave, who's your pick to come out of the West? What do you think? You know, I think there's a, you know, the history as we as I said with those Capitals doesn't matter when you're making these picks. But some there is a trend in, in the NHL that I think is very interesting. We've we've had this playoff format with two divisions in each conference since 2014. So four previous playoffs, and a division winner has never won the Stanley Cup during that time. Yeah. And we we also have even dating past you know even longer than just this current playoff format with the President's Trophy. We've had I think one team win the President's Trophy and win the Stanley Cup the in Black the last uh, two... Blackhawks did it in 2013. Huh? And de- yeah, Blackhawks, yeah, right. Blackhawks did, yeah. Black did it in 2013, but that was the lockout-shortened season. And oh, yeah. uh, t- it 2008... Does 2008. Well, <laughs>
0: they did it. It does, it does matter in the sense of it, it was a different type of season. It, does. it doesn't oh, matter. matters.
2: They it was the on, trophy on. won the Stanley Cup. Oh, they, ruled. What oh,
1: they won what the you Stanley Cup,
2: cost? yes. I'm just saying they might not have won the President's Trophy if they played a full amount of games. Thank you. No, they would have killed it for the President's Trophy. they <laughs> wiped up right the playoffs. And you okay. know it. It's, it's E. Okay, fine. <laughs> Oh, okay Whatever. What it, it it it's i i think it's it's a little different, but it's like leading the league in in points over a forty eight game span is not as impressive as leading it over eighty two game span, but okay, they still won the Stanley Cup. I'm not taking that away from them. The right. last team that did it in a full season was two thousand eight okay, how about I just say uh, that the last president's trophy league? winner uh, Red for Red Red a full Red season Red. was two thousand eight so <laughs> Look, I think Nashville is an excellent team. They're a great team, but I think the likelihood that the, the history is against them. With with winning the President's trophy and getting back to the Stanley Cup after you were just there, it's it's a hard thing to do. So I, I kinda like the, the Jets to come out of the Western Conference. That's my off the beaten path pick.
1: That that's an amazing well, form they play in too. Whiteout, baby. I love those whiteouts outs that they bring. Basically what
0: you're trying to tell me then is you also don't necessarily see the penguin coming out of the east
1: because I don't.
0: Uh, no, you don't see a rematch.
1: No, of I, I, I kind of I'd be a little shocked if they came out of the east again this season. But you know, we're gonna watch. We're gonna watch the playoffs, and you know,
2: we'll see if they uh, how, how they do it. You know. It's it's one of the same reasons why I didn't pick the Penguins last year, Tom, because I didn't see them repeating. It's a very hard thing to do, and repeating well, is even the more impossible. So, oh,
0: that,
2: that, that, that,
0: I agree. Winning three Cups in six years like the Blackhawks did, I thought was, you know, I wouldn't have thought was possible. It, it, it really is. Just, just, you know, repeating, you got to give the Penguins a lot of credit for that. And no, I, I, you know, this isn't the late 70s and 80s when, when teams used to be able to three uh, teams. Uh, yeah, I don't see. I, I think the, the Predators have as good a chance as anybody, though.
2: I, I agree with that. I do. I. I they, they're a special team, and maybe last year's experience will help them getting to the Stanley Cup final and and going to the game six. Um, I don't think they were really an eight seed last year, though, when it really came down to it. You know, a lot of of people gave the Blackhawks uh, a lot of flack for for getting swept and and, and losing to the eight seed. Nashville was one of the best eight seeds I've ever seen. Um, Yeah. And they proved it this year, I think, because they have the same team, basically. It's just they were all healthy this year the whole season. And they added a couple pieces, like Nick Bonino, to, to add depth. And and they're an incredible team. And Kyle Torres, too.
0: So, well, big break. Um, we've these players pretty good. We're going to have a chance to see a couple of games and uh, give you a little bit better of a – maybe of a forecast next week after we've seen some of these teams perform uh, in the first round right now uh, Chicago Blackhawks made big news this week and not the kind of news that I think a lot of fans were expecting so when we come back we will get into that real quick in one minute on WRSP's weekend sports Humble.
1: are you looking for a fun and creative way to enjoy fitness? Whether for health, wellness, or as a hobby, Katie Sunshine Hoops is the answer.
2: Affordable, custom-made by-hand hula hoops, fitness hoops, art pieces, hoop dancing videos, and advice are available at www.katiesunshinehoops.com.
0: And we're back on WRSPs Weekend Sports Huddle. This is Tom Pollan along with Dave Holcomb and Hunter Hodes. And if you want to join the conversation, you got some uh, well, you got some thoughts on the Stanley Cup playoffs, you gotta to, wanna to talk up your team a little bit, do a little trash talking, give us a call five one six three eight seven one four one seven. Uh right now, Blanc Cox, who we just mentioned a little bit ago, who won a president's trophy and actually won the Stanley Cup also along with it, uh they're gonna <laughs> Oh, gonna learn, go. yeah. <laughs> We're going to miss, I'm going to miss the playoffs for the first time since 2008. And
1: how tragic, how tragic <laughs> is that? Wow. <laughs> oh.
2: That's all right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm. sad about it. You know, I, I kind of like the Blackhawks. Part of it is you, Tom, but you know, it's a great fan base. Love the jerseys, love the jerseys. Um, you know, the, the one thing about the that
1: is terrible is uh, is the, their goal song. Um, that terrible! Uh, <laughs> please, please take that stupid song out. Oh my god, Chelsea! the Chelsea Dagger, ban Chelsea Dagger throughout that arena.
2: Oh my god. That, I, 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 I kind of like that goal song. Oh Dave! Oh, yeah, oh so, God! Come on, Dave! Jeez. Have you never you watched the me. league? That's like the one the thing league.
1: I can't stand. Have well, you guys ever watched the
2: league?
1: No, no I no, never watched
2: the no. league. Oh, it's a great! It was on when I was in college. It was a great <laughs> show about these uh, four or five guys that are in fantasy football league together, and it's it's hilarious if you play fantasy football. But the 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 song at the end of the credits is is that song, the, the Black Hawks' goal song. <laughs> That's the first place I heard it.
1: Oh, man. It, 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 <laughs> it, 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 it's bad. But, Tom, did you see uh, there was more Blackhawks news last night after the game? After their game?
0: Uh, sounds like uh, uh, Shirky is retiring.
1: Yes, so, he is. I can you know retiring. To point,
0: well, you know, and I'm not necessarily surprised by that, uh, considering the season he just had. Uh, but, you know, uh, one of the guys who, who helped make the Blackhawks what they were in that period of time, and uh, he's going to be gone. So uh, very, very disappointing on that end. Uh, the main shock, I think, came in that, uh, mm-hmm. that uh, Bowman and Quentin were going to come back. Um I know for a while there, there was some thought that and at very least Joe Cornell might be um might be kind of on the on the bubble there. But um, with both of them coming back, as far outside the Chicago market, looking at things effectively, how do you guys do this?
1: You go ahead, Dave.
2: Um, i I don't think it's the uh, a bad move. I, I, I do think the GM has as we've documented this before, has made some questionable decisions, especially with the salary cap um, and I, I'm a little surprised that he's back but Joel Quenville is a great coach. Um, if he lost the locker room, that's one thing and, and that's not something as, as analysts, as, as talk show hosts, as fans. That we we can see, we we don't know what's going on in the locker room. But if if the Blackhawks ownership believes that he still has control of the locker room, I, I don't see any reason why to get rid of him. He, he's one of the best hockey coaches ever, to be honest, and certainly still one of the best in the league today. So I, I I'd like keeping Quenville, for sure.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing you talk about losing the. Uh... Possibly losing the locker room, but he has lost the locker room. Uh, definitely, Quenville Taves uh, gave him uh, uh, a comment this past uh, week, as far as uh, talking about that, you know, in in support of Joe Quenville, and he definitely has not lost the locker room. So, and, and with me, the the problem is. You know, you don't all of a sudden get stupid over the course of one uh, one season. So, and, and that's what you know. A coach has one bad season. It seems like everybody wants to boot him out. And, and that's what's been my mm. take. Is you know, how are you going to fire a guy? As, as I say, a coach in any sport doesn't get stupid after one season. So, and and I agree. but is one of the best games. Um, but one of the things we're looking at is is Bowman coming back which um, might be questionable for some but people forget that after that 2010 Stanley Cup Bowman had to tear apart that roster uh, because mm-hmm. um, Dale Talon, who was general manager before uh, Bowman stepped in really had uh, the Blackhawks over the barrel as far as uh, winning this family, uh putting out the, the resources to win the family. I remember somebody asked me, you know, the last part of the 2010 season asked me, uh, what would I consider success for that 2010 team? And I said, they have to win it all because everybody knew that that team was going to come apart after that season because they had no salary cap room. They were not going to be able to sign uh, Dustin Bufflin. They weren't going to be able to sign Christopher Steig Guys who, who really made a difference on that, that early team, uh, Antti Niemi, who uh, you know, came through for him, uh, you know, goal. they weren't going to be able to sign him. They weren't going to have salary cap space. But he managed to come back up and, and rebuild a team that won the cup again years
2: later. So are you you going to keep a GM, though, that his best accomplishment happened six years ago? I'm not saying that
0: was his best accomplishment. I'm saying he's able to rebuild that team after having to lose the core of it.
2: So Um, you think that he can do a similar rebuild?
0: Why not? Uh, He made a huge error with the steel. I mean, nobody... Nobody is going to uh, excuse him for the seabrook deal. um and and that that's really what has blackhawk's uh kind of you know in, in a bad spot
1: you know going into this offseason either. um not, not to be a deadly downer um he 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 did <laughs> trade um uh um, that Brandon Saad trade is looking pretty bad right now. If Saad doesn't like rebound next year, um, Artemi Panarin um, he at eighty points. He had eighty points in eighty games this season. So that's uh, yeah, that trade's looking like a, a loss if uh, Brandon Saad doesn't uh, bounce back next year. And um, y- yeah, I think that's uh, I think that was probably his worst move of the off season. I wouldn't be surprised if he makes some similar moves ne- uh, this off season though.
0: Oh, I wouldn't argue that. I wouldn't argue that uh, that trade was terrible. Not only was Panarin, you know, one of the best scorers on the team, he also made Patrick Kane better. So, yeah. you know, Kane and, and Panarin on that line were outstanding. And while Kane had 75 points this season, it still wasn't kind of that, that what everybody expects out of Patrick Kane uh, over the course of this past season. And I think part of that was he missed uh, Artemi Panera. So, yeah, I definitely agree with you. He he really missed missed terribly on that. One of the things, though, that I want to bring up um, is, and Steve Rosenblum here, he writes for the Chicago Tribune, a uh, hockey expert, really big hockey expert in Chicago for a long time, brought up a few... Uh, stats this past week about what the Blackhawks really did. He says they rank among the top five teams in terms of five-on-five Corsi, uh, which means they had to puck more than their opponents. Um, and and it's a puck possession game that they always play. He uh, had the second most scoring chances five-on-five, on five, but only ranked in the middle of the league in goal scored, so they weren't taking advantage of all these opportunities taken advantage of their puck possession. And that's something, you know, the fact that they were still able to accomplish that shows me that maybe there is still some talent on this team that's able to grow. It's also a young team. Uh, there's still some players that that you look towards next year and you think maybe there are some possibilities, especially uh, Alex the cat. Who uh, was second on the team in goals? Uh, he had three uh, hat tricks this season, and really, I, I you know, showed that he's going to be something for the Blackhawks moving forward. Uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. you know yeah, he, how much. How much do you? How much do you put out in Corsi as far as the analytics? Um. Uh,
2: I, the, I know uh, Dave hates war. <laughs> 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 I like Corsi though. You, you, you like Corsi, like Hunter? Yeah, I like Corsi.
1: Yes I do.
2: Yeah.
1: Um yeah. My um Sorry. i right. I'm been battling a m. cold this week. Um that's just annoying. Um I've been yeah, my my, my go to um for advanced stats, you know, I look at, you know, like what, what ranks are they in for uh puck possession, you know, their Corsi work percentages. Um you know, the teams five v five points per 60s, goals per sixty, just those kind of stats. Um, you know, uh, for goaltending, you look at high danger save percentage, uh, middle game, um, which is the high danger areas like around like right around the front of the net. Um, I think those are some of the best advanced stats out there um, for um, to evaluate a player. Um, but you know, I also use um, my eyes. I use a bit. I use my. my um, I use my eyes, and I use the. Um, yeah, the, uh, the advanced stats to um, form my opinions. I don't just use one or the other, which is
2: what I think all hockey fans honestly should do. But that—that's that, just my opinion. Well, I think everybody should do that in every sport. That's kind mm-hmm. of my argument yeah, with yeah. war. But yeah. uh, we can have a war discussion another day. I, I think the other yeah. thing with Corsi, um, th- there's not as many stats in, in hockey, especially for like a defenseman. You, you just don't have as many statistics as you have in baseball. There's so many stats in baseball, and we're still creating more. Uh, with, with, with hockey, yeah,
1: there's not if you're not using staff
2: your, staff, your eyes. As, as
1: baseball, yeah.
2: The
1: baseball is a lot more.
2: Right, right. So if you're not using your eyes in hockey, if you're writing an article and you need to convey in writing why this guy is good, Corsi is very useful because it, 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 you can – Say exactly how many scoring chances uh, a defenseman gives up versus how many he how many he creates.
1: <laughs> yes, Jesse Marshall does a great job of doing that. Um, if you follow, if, he does, way, yeah. I him on Twitter, yeah. <clears <clears <throat> <when> he <throat> does that for LeTang and all that. And it's it's good to see how he tweets those all the time. That shows that yeah, like the guys playing well or the guys playing not so well.
2: Yeah, yeah Penguin well, fans, if you don't follow him already, give Jesse Marshall a follow the playoffs on Twitter he's a, one of the Absolutely. Penguins writers for the Athletic he's, he's great all the guys at, for the Penguins at the Athletic are great but Jesse's really good at, at uh, the analytics mm-hmm. yeah. well the one thing I
0: want to finish off with the Blackhawks and the one thing I really worry about is goaltending <laughs> because Corey Crawford uh, you saw the last three months of the season you saw how much Corey Crawford was covering up as far as the Blackhawks' uh, weakness on defense. And Mm -hmm. the fact that he only skated with the team in practice one time uh, since he went out with the concussion, or let's say upper body injury, um, this, you know, definitely upper body injury uh, with the concussion. I love that, upper body and lower body injury. I I love how they do that. But... Mm -hmm. uh, you know, post-concussion, if you've had a couple of concussions, the fact that he still has not recovered from the concussion that, that sat down and him on the bench really worries me. It, it seems like everybody in Chicago, uh, Quenville, Bowman, uh, Sean McDonough, team president, all feel that Crawford's going to be back next season. And... I don't think there's any guarantee that you could see Crawford back next season. I don't know. This is the kind of thing that can end a career. So, you know, goaltending—that's going to be a—it's going to be a, a terrible thing if they can't get Crawford back. I don't see any hope for next season because I don't see any goaltenders in the system that are going to do anything.
2: So, Hunter, uh, real quick, are, are there any? Free agent goaltenders that that the, the Blackhawks could target. That off off the uh, top of your head. Now you, get,
1: <clears throat> you put me on the spot. Uh, I would have to go to uh, Cap Friendly. Um, I really don't think, off the top of my head, I don't think a lot of
2: good goaltenders are hitting the market
1: this season. Um, I can. Okay.
2: Yeah, that's what I was just wondering. I don't know myself. Yeah, I mean the check. best. I'm, I'm looking at
0: the best Blackhawks goaltender after Crawford went down was an accountant that they brought up to, uh, uh, you know, finish a game. It's <laughs> <That was awesome. laughs> top seven shots. And actually, you know, the, the Blackhawks came out on top. Other than that, they haven't had a backup goaltender this year. who has been able to do anything. Um, so, uh, but give Scott uh, Boston a real mention, because he's been the best uh, Blackhawks backup goalie.
1: Yeah, there's... um. <clears throat> there really is no um uh yeah there's um Yaroslav that yeah that that's really the only one i'm seeing there's not there's really not many um out there because since Anthony got signed yesterday there's there's not many also uh, guys i wanted to shout out to uh the Sedin brothers out in Vancouver um that's a hell of a career they had, and um the way they scored the other night guys um, if you combine the third period and overtime, it was twenty-two thirty-three, which is both of their numbers, and the goal was scored by Daniel, assisted by Henry. So I just wanted to throw that out there yeah. to you guys.
2: Fry babies. Yeah, that was that was very cool. It was very cool. Yeah. babies.
0: <clears throat> Whips. Uh, Tom. Yeah. You know, couple. Oh, uh, man, overrated.
1: i you for the show. <laughs> I got the studio, dude. You're the yeah. one who... Yeah, I'll, I'll have the studio next week. No worries.
0: All right. Well, we're going to take one more break, come back, and we have a little NFL talk, some big news in the NFL this week. Uh, as far as on paper, it looks like one team has already uh, turned themselves into the... Uh, NFL champs, uh, Super Bowl 52 winners. We'll be right back.
1: Do you have a business, large or small, and you need some marketing help? Then RSP Marketing Services is the marketing firm you need. Offering a wide variety of marketing services and consultations, RSP Marketing Services can build you a professional website, produce video or radio commercials, draft and distribute press releases, create printed marketing items, such as business cards, flyers, signs, etc., manage your social media, and so much more. RSP Marketing Services offers an a la carte selection of marketing tools, so you only buy what you need. Our team of professional graphic artists can create stunningly professional marketing materials tailored just for you. See our website, www.rspmarketingservices.com, for more information. That's www.rspmarketingservices.com.
0: And we're back on Weekend Sports Huddle. This is Tom Powell along with Dave Holcomb, Hunter Hodges. Uh, this show is brought to you by author Marcos Accio. Learn the secret of the human mind and the laws of the universe that will guide you toward wealth and health. Learn more at www.marcosakiel.com. Also, follow the show on Twitter: wkd Sports Huddle. And also search for us on uh, Facebook, Weekend Sports Huddle. Give us a like. Join the conversation. Guys, we got uh it, it seems like the Rams just keep getting stronger. It's amazing. Uh, traded wide receiver Brandon Cooks and a fourth-round pick to the Rams in exchange for their first and sixth-round picks. And that brings in – kind of replaces Sammy Watkins – and team up with uh Aqib Tlaib, Marcus Peters and, and Damakon Sue. Uh, it it seems like the Rams are just loaded up. Uh, is anybody going to beat them this year? What do you think the first 19 and 0 team? <laughs> oh my yeah. god. 19
1: and 0. <laughs> EAGLES Eagles.
2: Wow. Sorry. The Rams. The, the Rams are, yeah, that left us silent there for a few seconds. Yeah. Uh, the, I didn't know we the were are,
0: are... Me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tom, you know what? Oh, man, I'm booting Tom next week. He's getting booted when I
2: host. If you can get into the studio.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. I know, I know. Exactly. That's
2: the big thing.
0: All right, go on, um, question. Uh, go, on. go ahead.
2: Go no, ahead. What's, question question? what's your question?
0: My question is you're putting in all these players. You've got some outstanding, you know, you signed three excellent defensive players. Um, signed a, now you have a wide receiver that I think is a better replacement than Sammy Watkins, actually. But. Yeah, yes. Do we believe what Jared Goff did last year in his second year in the league? Or is there still a question about uh, what Goff can do? Uh, are, we, are we rating the Rams kind of out of the, you know, in the stratosphere just because of uh, what they showed last year? We've seen teams be one-year wonders before.
2: That's true. That's true. Uh, I mean, th- I'm not handing them the Super Bowl yet. Um, uh, but I, they, it's, it's hard to deny they're having a great offseason, though. I mean, and I, I think this, these, these moves say more about the way the NFL is going than maybe it does about the Rams, at least to me, because we didn't used to see these one year contracts and, and, and going in basically all in on, on one season. Um, that's what the Rams are, are kind of doing. And it's a re- it's refreshing in a way because you have these teams that maybe don't go all in and are just like, oh, we're, we're going to see how we do and and try and get a little bit better next year and, and build for the future. And No, the Rams are like, no, we're, we're good. We're going to try and win in 2018. And then if they don't win in 2018, their approach is going to be, okay, we're going to try and win in 2019. And that's kind of the way it should be. So I think it's refreshing. I don't think that they are going to for sure win the Super Bowl, but it's hard to argue with these guys that they're bringing in. And a lot of these guys have had issues at other places that they've been. So it's kind of smart that they're only bringing in them on one-year deals or short-term deals. Peters ran out his welcome in Kansas City, but a great player to lead – Great player. Couldn't stay in New England. Uh, I guess Denver didn't want to keep him, but a great player. Sue has always been a very controversial player, but they have him for one season. And Cooks, guys, he's the uh, one of the only receivers to have th- three 1,000 yard seasons um, at, at such a young age. Uh, I forget the exact stat, but he's already had three 1,000 yard seasons, but the Saints and Patriots both didn't want to keep him. I, I think there's something there that that maybe uh, there's an issue under the lines with, with Cooks as well. But, hey, they, they again, the Rams are going to have him for one year unless they extend him. Yep. Yeah. You know, and, and that's
0: the thing with the Patriots. I looked it up. Cooks was only the third receiver to break 1,000 yards in his first year with the team. Uh, Randy Moss and Wes Welker were the other two in 2007. So, you know, that tells you what he was – and how favored a target he was with uh, Tom Brady, but they still you know, didn't feel a need to bring him back. As a matter of fact, they signed Jordan Matthews to a one-year deal as kind of a replacement, and to me, they got the worst of the deal there. You
1: decide I agree. to go I... to New England and don't do well. It's just, that's just the way it goes. I'm serious.
2: I I think Cooks... Um, I don't have the stats to back this up uh, right off the top of my head. I, I was reading about it this week. Cooks left a lot on the field. He could have had a much bigger season than he did with New England. And, and I don't think Tom Brady was too upset about the trade. Uh, he was kind of like, "Hey, eh, okay. Um, we'll get somebody else that will just replace Cooks. So, to me, yeah, yeah I, he had a great season. He's a very talented guy. But I think he could have been even better and, and – New England is looking at that and saying he's probably not as good as people are making him out to be. I think that's the reason behind the trade for them.
1: <laughs> I mean, they got a first-round pick in return for him. So, I mean, that's actually pretty decent. It's a one-year rental. They, they it was almost like a one-year rental for him, and then they traded him away, and they get the Rams' first-round pick back. Honestly, that's, that's not too bad for Bill Belichick. I've seen better from him, but still. Um, I, I okay. thought it was an
2: excellent trade. They, they gave yeah. up the 32nd first round pick for him last year and they got yeah, twenty third or twenty four this year. Yeah. They yeah. It off. Right. But, but, and they, they got trade, a year yeah. don't forget they got a year of cooks. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, Bill Belichick, man. No, he just
2: like knows what he's doing all the
1: frickin' time. But and, and now they may take a quarter. There's going they may take a quarterback in the draft to uh be Tom Brady's successor or something. So we'll see what happens with that. Now
0: Tom Brady's gonna play until he's forty five, didn't you hear that?
2: Oh, <laughs> I'll be dead. 15, and then, Please no. And then and then Lamar Jackson's going to take over, and until then, he's going to be playing wide receiver with Tom Brady.
1: That's right. Yeah, that's right. I remember. Yeah,
2: right. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, the one thing though about the Rams being able to do this, and I've heard this said about you know the Bears and a couple other teams, you know, with. It's definitely the time to strike when you've got a quarterback who you believe in who's on a rookie contract. Um, Cause this is when you can kind of bulk up the rest of your team and really make a run. Uh, Cause when, true. This, when these rookie deals run out, uh, then, then you're, you know, it seems like each quarterback contract is, is bigger than the last one. So when these rookie deals run out, you end up spending a lot of money to keep that quarterback in place and don't quite have the the space for everybody Mm -hmm.
2: else. That's a really good point. Something I never thought of, but that's, that's very true. We saw it with Seattle. Their team hasn't been as good since Wilson's um, rookie deal expired. Uh, Joe Flacco uh, and the Ravens haven't been as good. The Giants, he's even had problems when Eli got his big contract. So yeah, there's definitely some truth to that.
1: And then they may trade Odell Beckham Jr.
2: too, which is <laughs> not gonna, and, they're not like, going to do that. The Rams are the only do, team that were going to take them.
1: Oh man, if they somehow do, man, just just who that would be funny. That would be my. I think my uncle would probably like almost like I think he would stop being a Giants fan if, he, if that actually happened.
0: Well, I don't think Odell Beckham's going anywhere, but the problem is, is he going to play if he doesn't go anywhere? Uh, yeah, he wants so a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So it, it
1: sounds like he's willing
2: to sit out to get it. So. Yeah, it's kind of sounds similar to the Le'Veon Bell situation to me, um, and I'm sure we'll get to that in a couple of weeks, right? NFL oh, draft yeah. coming up, and yeah. we'll talk about that That's stuff right. coming forward.
1: We've got to do more mock drafts, everybody. Mel Kuyper, his new mock draft came out this week, Tom.
2: So is that like four point one?
1: He only did one last week. He did. He only did one. Oh my god!
0: I mean, I, normally he comes out with a couple of weeks. So, uh, so at least yeah. you know, at some point he gets it right. But.
1: I think Mel Kuyper had, uh, had the Steelers taking a wide receiver in the first round. Him or Todd McShay had the Steelers taking a wide receiver, and I think I vomited over my on my bed. Ah, I, I can't ah, believe. Ah, it. Ah, that is awful. <laughs> awful.
2: They don't know this. No, that's, that's not. And, an and yet
1: example. you keep.
2: And, and but, yet you keep reading and keep keep clicking on it, Hunter. Keep clicking on there mock uh, posted. posted and, 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 this
1: this
2: and I read and I
1: looked at. This, this, this is why so they
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, they're automatic clicks it. Even if they're
1: stupid Don't.
0: They're automatic
2: clicks
1: I know but someone took a picture Of it on ESPN and posted it on Twitter And I clicked the image and I it, cried That's what happened I cried <laughs> Don't take it seriously uh, Don't take
0: any of I, them so,
1: right. seriously But they're so right, dumb right. That's the thing They're so stupid
2: but, Well write one Hunter Yeah. Hunter, they they can't even. I I, I was watching uh, ESPN at the gym. It wasn't on in my apartment. It was on at the gym, and McShay, uh, and and uh, Kuiper were debating the number one pick. They can't even decide who should be the number uh, one like pick. I think. We should throw out oh every. Off I'll draft. Tell you
1: right now, Sam Donald's going number one overall. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Tell me in three weeks if that's what happened. The Browns are gonna take Sam Donald. They don't. They're stupid. Oh my goodness! That's
2: not what Mel Kiper had. That's my point. That we couldn't—they couldn't even agree on the pick number one. So how are we supposed to agree on pick <laughs> number twenty-eight?
1: I have no idea, yep. man. They're so—they're they're dumb. They're dumb. Well, guys, we
0: are out of time. Um, it's amazing how fast these hours go every week. Uh, but this is it for. Our latest episode of Weekend Sports Huddle, this is Tom Pollan along with Hunter Hodes and Dave Holcomb. We will be back with you next week, live, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, uh, blog talk radio, wrspradio.com. And we will talk to you next Saturday morning. Have a great week, everyone.